Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my amazing fellow princess and the beers, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of the princess and the bee. Let us take a nice glorious moment of gratitude to celebrate choosing content that uplifts and inspires and champions and challenges you to rise into building your authentic empire. And I am so excited to be here with you today to talk about one of the topics that has really been a huge point of conversation recently in the past few weeks. I have had so many amazing conversations with many listeners, with many community members, and with many entrepreneurs about how podcasts generated $70,000 in new business in 2020 for us. I was so excited to discover this strategy to uncover through massive amounts of trial and error this strategy because... Back in 2020, we were about to double down on our strategy of live events. In 2019, I'd really done some deep dive assessments into what made us profitable and what was the greatest use of my time as a business owner, especially since my toddler Declan back then had just started walking. Um, (laughs) My time was getting shorter and shorter for how much time I could actually spend working on and in my business doing things that weren't 100% in my genius zone. And one of the things that is in my genius zone is connecting. And it is connecting, creating, championing, and challenging people. And I went to live events and I found that live events were one of our greatest sources of lead generation. And it was through me. And it was through me just being in my genius zone. And that's what made live events so amazing is because I wasn't going to live events like, I'm going to go like close some clients and make some sales. No, like you feel that funky energy and it feels weird. So I just go with the desire to create relationships, to connect with amazing humans. And if one of the skill sets that I have, championing, challenging, connects with another human and they're like, I want that skill set, I want you to coach, then rock on, happy to. Um, and that when I went to live events back in 2019, I basically closed a client unintentionally and yet intentionally because I would intentionally go with the openness to serve, but not with the desire to close. Um, and so I closed, but I would close a client like every networking event, every live event I would go to. And so in 2020, I was like, well, let's double down on this live event strategy. Let's do our own live events. And so we did our first big workshop, uh, which generated about $15,000 in net uh, profits back in January of 2020. In 20, in February, because we set the intention to do a live event every single month. In February, we had our mastermind um, that was right after Brendan Burchard's uh, High Performance Academy, where I closed a, a, an amazing client, literally by just standing in line and talking to someone at, 
in the in the line for the bathroom um like I said I don't go there with the like let me find clients like let me prospect I go there to like really openly serve and have deep connections and relationships and that's what um that's what just manifests out of it and then March happened and we were in Australia for three weeks because my husband was appearing at conventions um and I was planning on doing another workshop when we got back and then we just decided to not come back because a pandemic hit the world and it was in that time of that of the pandemic and then when lockdown happened I was like oh shit like I could go to a coffee shop and meet somebody who would be an amazing client or be somebody who I could work with like just starting by having conversations by meeting people in person like that was always my jam and live events and meeting people in person was no longer allowed and so I knew I had to pivot fast. I knew I had to find a way to br- keep that steady lead generation flow in my business because that's one of the biggest things that most business owners have a struggle with. I know business owners who are at the multi-million dollar level who are still struggling with lead generation flow, like new lead flow coming into their business. And so if you're struggling with this, at no matter what area in your business, it's it's not it's nothing new. Like I I was just having a conversation with a dear friend of mine, um, who does I think she does about a half a million in her business every year, and she still has the lead generation flow bottleneck. Um, I have a client who is doing four million a year in her business, and she still is struggling with lead generation flow in her business. And having coached leaders and entrepreneurs for the past four, five, four years in multiple different industries, I have seen consistently that lead generation flow of the beginning flow of leads coming into your business is generally one of the biggest bottlenecks and still big biggest struggles that most business owners have. And so when lockdown happened, I was like, crap, I gotta I gotta get some, I gotta, I gotta find a way to connect with more humans. And so I started running some Facebook ads for espresso chats that I was doing back then. Um, and in those espresso chats, I ended up having a calendar of bookings, but nothing that really went anywhere. And so we stopped that idea because I was also paying for the Facebook ads to, to run. And so we looked at that. And then I was like, okay, well, what else could we do? Um, and we said, well, maybe doubling down on content. And so doubled down on content, started writing the, the blog again, which I loved doing. Um, doubled down on producing our own content, which was great for connecting with our community with our list with every listener who listens to this podcast that that was fantastic but it wasn't bringing in anybody new and fresh into the community and I was like oh I'm seeing our impact numbers because we do track our impact numbers and I'm like these aren't these these are not growing which our impact numbers guide me to see what numbers of customers are coming in as well and I'm like okay well we're, we're getting more engagement from our community but we're not getting any new fresh, amazing blood into our community. So let's get some new people. And then I remembered an interview, a podcast interview that I had done back in 2019 that had resulted in a $10,000 client. And I thought, oh, maybe guesting on other people's podcasts. 
And so I looked into possibly hiring an agency to do it, which was about every uh, podcast agency will run you about anywhere from $500 to maybe $1,100 a month. Um, And that was just not an investment that I was willing to make. And having had The Princess and the Bee and having had this podcast for a while, I've gotten interviews and people coming to me from those podcast agencies. And there are only a few that I actually work with because I've seen the quality of the clients that they bring in and the quality of their recordings and the quality of the the interview that happens. So I wasn't really looking to invest in in hiring an agency for myself. And honestly, I was thinking, well, like the process can't be that hard. Like I can probably figure out my own process. And through trial and error, we found a process that really, really rocks. And it was such a game changer for my business because once once we got the process down, then all I had to do was just show up. And so that that's what I am so excited to share with you is our five-step framework that allows you to just stand out in your genius zone sharing your story. Because that's all I had to do once I got the process nailed down. But there's also a strategy to every part of this. So first of all, you have to, in order to profit from guest podcasting, you have to know what part of the process allows you to just show up. And so you have to know what to delegate and know what podcasts to get on that have your audience already listening for someone like you. So we had to figure all that out in it with my queen team and with Marie doing research and with Joanna doing the reach out. We had to, to learn like who is the podcast that already have our audience listening to us. And so we developed a strategy to find exactly that. And because I have two team members working for me, like they were able to do this part of the process. So I didn't have to. So all I had to do was when we got the interview, when the interview got nailed down, because I cannot tell you how exhausting the back and forth of like scheduling is with um, with some podcasts, especially when they're first starting out or especially when they're newer podcasts. And even if for some more established ones, sometimes they do not have very good um scheduling systems already in place so there's a lot of back and forth like oh would you do this and and so that just I don't have time for that (laughs) like I just choose not to have time for that because that's not in my genius zone so I delegated that out and then you have to know how to stand out so how do you separate yourself from all the other guests like especially if you're on a top 100 podcast which I have been on um, how do you separate yourself so that you stand out so that you have their audience going oh my god I want to hear more of her oh my god I want I want I want to hear more of what she has to offer. What makes you special? What makes you different? What fresh perspective do you offer? You have to know how to really define yourself as a guest that makes you different. And so those are some of the strategies that I will be sharing inside of our Communication Queens program, which by the way, if you have not dropped your name down on the wait list, the wait list is in the description below. So make sure you pop your name down because the doors for Communication Queens are opening on August 24th. And so they will be open for a few days and then we will close it for our founding members. So if you are interested in learning more about the strategies to help you 
profit from guest podcasting that I am some of what I am sharing with you on this episode, then be sure to drop your name on the early enrollment waitlist so that you can get into Communication Queens because every single one of these pieces has deeper levels of strategy attached to it. So the third piece is you have to know what story or what stories to share and how to share your story in a way that connects and converts. So you can share your story about like your Uncle Joe or your, you know, how you created your product or, you know, how you got divorced and it changed your life. But unless that story is serving the right audience And unless that story is connecting in the right way to what you're offering, then sometimes those stories don't really lead to those conversions. What happens is the magic happens is when you are able to have a story that is so freaking powerful, and I'm not talking about a story that you make up. I'm talking about one that's actually happening in in your real life, please. Um, So (laughs) when you have a story and you know what to share, And what you share comes from such a deep-rooted place that when you share it, it, with the right audience listening and it connects, that is where massive, massive money can come in from as forms as lead generation for your business. You also need to know how to serve. So you need to know not just what your audience is or like where they are and as far as who's podcast audience they what podcast has the audience for your type of offers and for your business but you have to know where your audience is so you just don't so you serve them where they're at so for example if someone was on a diet and this this is why service is so huge but you have to meet people where they're at instead of where you they want to be and instead of where they have been so I like to think of it like this. If someone were on a diet, you wouldn't serve them ice cream, right? You wouldn't be like, hey, I know you're on a diet and you're totally restricted from dairy, but you know what? Here's some ice cream. That would be rude. And they'd be like, um, no, I don't really want this. Like, no, I'm not eating this right now. Just like if someone was a size 12 and they were losing weight and you were serving them as a uh, like in Nordstrom's or something, or like a service provider of uh, someone who works in a shop and says like, oh, you should try this on, you wouldn't serve them a size six. It doesn't matter that they're on the journey to losing weight. If they aren't a size six yet, they aren't going to want to wear the clothes that are a size six because it won't fit. So even if they're on the journey, even if becoming a size six is the goal, if they are not there yet, the pants won't fit. So you have to know where your audience is in their journey so you can match your story and what you share to where they're at instead of where they're not so that the pants will fit. If your audience isn't there yet, the story you share won't fit either. You get what I'm saying? So you have to know where your audience is at. And so... That is that is also a super key to what you share and how what stories you serve with. And then you also have to know what to sell. And I'll give you a hint. It ain't your website and it isn't like come check more of me out. Because both your website and come check more of me out are more about you. 
And those, those, uh, even if it's your website, and I know your website, I'm sure it has amazing things on it. Everybody's website has amazing things on it. But nobody is going to you for your website. They're going to you because you can solve a problem that they are currently having. And so you have to know what to sell at the end of a podcast so that you're not just selling. And because this is the the thing that most, the biggest mistake that most people make when they're on a, a, when they're guesting as a podcast guest is they say, oh, you can just check more of me out here. Or you can do more of, you can go, go to my website at crownyourself.com. And if it isn't like, that is not what you sell. You're, while you are selling you because you're building the no like, and trust factor, you're also not selling you because nobody is listening to learn more about you. No offense to anyone's ego. Studies show that three to four, three out of four podcast listeners are listening to learn something new. They're listening to learn something new probably for a problem that they're currently having. And so if you know how to connect what they want to learn to solve a problem that they're having with what you sell, that right there is your golden ticket. And the beautiful thing is that this five-step framework to be able to just show up, stand out, share, serve, and sell, while each piece has deeper strategy to be able to get you to the point where all you have to do is just show up, stand out, share, serve, and sell. You have to know what you need to delegate, what podcast to get on, how to separate yourself, how to stand out with your energy, know what stories to share, know what to serve with, where your audience is at, and what to sell. All of this, I am diving deeper into inside of Communication Queens. So if you love this podcast episode, if you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to learn how to profit from guest podcasting. I want to learn how to really build this process. It's a very profitable lead gen process if you work it right. So if you want to know how to work this process right so that you profit from guest podcasting, then definitely get your booty on the early enrollment list for Communication Queens. Again, doors open on August 24th, so make sure you get your booty up in there so you can become one of the founding members of Communication Queens. And if you're like, where do I start with podcasting? Who do I reach out to? We give you exactly that in our fast action bonus, which you will only get if you are on the early enrollment list. On the day that the cart opens, we have our Thousand Connector Queen master list of all the podcasts that you can reach out to right away to literally get started on day one, as well as learning how to free your voice to work from wherever with my amazing husband, voice actor Spike Spencer, who will tell you exactly how to set up your recording studio for cheap so that you can work from wherever, as well as speaker swipe files so you can have the process for exactly what to say when you reach out, along with so many other bonuses and some surprise bonuses that are going to be coming your way this week when you are on the early enrollment and when you enroll in Communication Queens as a founding member. So make sure you get your booty up in on the wait list. I will see you there. 
And if you love this episode, be sure to drop me a DM and tell me what you loved about this episode. As always, my fellow sovereigns, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.